up, beautiful people? It is your girl, Amber Jones, and welcome back to The Revival, Faith, Justice, and Culture for the Now Generation. Thank you so much for journeying with us throughout the second season as we went through our Revive the Vote midterm election series. I just continue to be so blessed by all of our guests and everything that they shared and how they're even encouraging me in the work that I'm doing. And I hope they're encouraging you in all the things that you are pursuing and how to connect that to your political and public life. I'm just getting in here on the podcast to let y'all know that we are definitely about to go on a break. <laughs> I will not be before you long as the saints say. Um, but I just wanted to take some time to talk about uh, how this year, um, particularly this fall, has um, been mo- very much a blessing, but also a lot of work. <laughs> and also some things are shifting. And there are some things we have to go to God before in prayer and really figure out what the way is forward. So as you all know, as we started this season, um, I went through a career change or well, a job change. I also have started seminary. Um, and these are great blessings in my life. Um, they're also a lot of work. Um, grad school is no joke. And I believe everything that the seminarians before me have said that um, in a lot of ways, seminary is not just about the pressures and the work behind getting through a graduate program. It's also um, a very critical time in your faith formation where you're questioning a lot. Um, you are wrestling with God a lot. <laughs> and I feel like most of most of this journey so far has been in the latter. Um, school has been pretty decent for me. Um, and I'm grateful for that because I was very nervous about coming back to graduate school after being out of school for seven years. Um, but there's a lot <laughs> just in my spiritual life that it's been really good. I wouldn't say that I'm hanging on by a thread, but I think God just continues to open my eyes. And I need a lot of time to kind of process the ways in which um, my eyes have been open and the things that I'm learning and also the way that I'm applying my faith in a, in a new context, in a new season of my life outside of just being just a Christian that shows up and tries to love the Lord to actually think about how can I um, support others in their faith as well and what that is supposed to look like for me and my call and my vocation. So it's been a good journey. It's just, it's, you know, sometimes it gets heavy on the spirit. Um, but I, um, I have received a lot of different messages, um, a lot of different moments this semester that have started to shape uh, where I think the direction of the revival may go in a future season, um, which would be bigger than just doing this work on a podcast. Um, But I also believe in discernment. I also believe in prayer. I believe in fasting. Um, I believe in being strategic. And so before I just kind of jump off and run with the plans that um, may be on my heart, I want to really ensure that timing is right and execution um, is in a sustainable way. Another thing that I've uh, I've told some of my friends about is um, 
producing a podcast while you're in school is a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. It is a lot. And uh, while I enjoy the work of being in conversation and bringing those conversations to the forefront, um, I am a shop of one. I DIY this thing from start to finish. Um, and the time that I use uh, to do that work, I also have to find time to read hundreds of pages a week and write papers every week and show up to class and also still working full time. And these are the things that God has put on my spirit um, as priorities and also serving in ministry. And I have to find the balance. And that might also mean uh, welcoming more people in this process. And so, oh, sidebar, <laughs> if you are interested, <laughs> hit sister up. <laughs> if you want to support the work, uh, let, let sister know. Um, and uh, yeah, and everything in between. And so I'm really grateful, though, as I look at how uh, the work of this podcast continues to even shape my own faith. Um, how it has opened doors to engage people in my own network on a, di- on a deeper level um, and how it continues to bring new people into my life. Um, I want to just thank God for that. And I want to thank you for that as well. Um, so I want to um, invite you all into this season of discernment alongside with me, um, because maybe you're in a space where you have been trying to understand, well, hey, how do I... Uh, step into this space where I am able to act out my faith in a different kind of way? Um, How do I engage my community through my faith in a different kind of way that I've seen in the past? Um, How can I help my church or my ministry be more publicly active? Um, How can the things that have been raised in this podcast um, and by other folks, um, fashion me in a different light, in a different way, and send me out. So I don't want to just step into this space of discernment on my own. I would love to uh, welcome you all in this process. So we're going to go on a a mid-season break here because part of what I would like to do is I have a ton of ideas for different uh, podcast series topics, but I really also want to really sit with what is needed um, in our community right now in the Twin Cities. Um, I find myself in a lot of conversations with other millennials um, and hearing some of the things that they have brought to light about what they're wrestling with, what they're positioning to God for, what they talk about amongst their own friend circles. So I want to make sure I'm being responsive to what people are really um, leaning and, and wrestling with and Uh, working through because um, one thing I have noticed is that this is a very pivotal time for a lot of people around me. I think um, as always this season of life I'm learning as I witness it within my own walk um, but also in other peers and friends around me especially this kind of late 20s into 30s space is it's a space where we're really making pivotal decisions about what do we value and who basically are we as people? Um, how has our identity been shaped and formed through the image of Christ, but also through our own life experiences, our families, our life after um, moving out of the house? And we've been able to test so many of those things. And now we are trying to establish 
um, the type of legacy that we're trying to build, the type of legacy that has been um, kind of imprinted on us, imparted to us uh, through the Holy Spirit. Uh, we're trying to, to step into new territory here. And so I want to really spend some time to really get to the heart of that um, and, and think about where are the key conversations we need to have in space with one another in order to really support each other in that, to really make sure we have the necessary tools and the community care around us outside of the spiritual care, obviously, um, to really be able to support each other in a new season of life. Also, there's a lot of transition going on in our communities, um, especially with how COVID has really pushed us into a new space of transition in all different types of areas of our lives. Um, it's caused us to really call a lot of things to question um, on an individual level. Um, it has maybe forced us out of situations that were not healthy for us or um, put a real mirror to ourselves to see the ways that we have not been walking in a healthy mindset or a healthy lifestyle or a lifestyle that's pretty much conducive to what we say we want to be. It's a lot of, I think a lot of us are being forced to now walk the walk after we have talked the talk to practice what we have preached or even just to practice the things that we know um, we desire to have in our lives. And for a lot of us, that can be very difficult because maybe you weren't, you didn't grow up in a context where the things that you desire now were the things that you saw mild in your upbringing. Um, the life that you want to live was not an example that was readily available to you. So how you do those things for yourself, like how you actually build the life um, for yourself and for your community and for this work, that can sustain all of those things that you know God has put on your heart. And so I don't want I never wanted this podcast at least to just be concerned about the political um, because at the heart of it, it, you know, our political discourse starts with our own stories, our own lives, the ways that which God has shaped and molded us. And then we step into communion with one another um, and we uh, fit, try to work those things out um, with our neighbor Right. And so, so much of, you know, the work is just is almost it's also about ourselves and how our faith formation, our spiritual formation, just our personal formation will also strengthen the way that we can serve our communities. I just really believe that in this season of life, um, I really believe that um, for a lot of us, we may have been conditioned that we can serve our way or show up and do the things and those things are going to make us whole and I think our our generation is kind of rejecting that we are going back to um really tapping into the self and really trying to heal and really trying to ensure that from the inside out that we can um stand strong that we can um, walk with integrity walk in the light and then everything else um, will be even better because of it. And so I want to be responsive to that um, as well as continuing to, to drive these conversations around how we engage in our civic duties as well, because all of these things are connected. All of these things are interconnected. And for a long time, our society has taught us that they're disconnected <laughs> when that is far away from the truth. 
So I just invite you all um, once again to pray along with me as um, I continue to discern on how to make this work uh, work that can uh, really be beneficial to what people are yearning for, that can be responsive to the Holy Spirit, that can be obedient to the Holy Spirit, and that um, that these gifts and this platform will make room for itself, both in my life and anyone else who is willing to uh, come alongside with me to uh, make it happen. And also, you all, it is <laughs> the week of Thanksgiving. Like We are in full-fledged uh, holiday season mode. And so this is a time to also just reflect on how God has shown up throughout this year. This is time to, if um, if you have a, a good relationship with your blood family, that you are going to connect and share space with them. But also, even if you don't, there's always chosen family. There's always friends. There's always people that have shown up in your life that you can share space with and really just uh, focus on the love and the joy um, that uh, that you have received from them and that you are going to give to them. It can also be a really challenging time, a time um, where people are reminded of grief and loss, um, especially as we have been going through several years in a pandemic and there's been a lot of grief and loss. And so this is a time to be tender to ourselves and tender to one another. This is a time where we really pause and really just share space with our God, share space with one another, and really um, take time to really just meditate on the good works of the Lord, how the Lord has carried us thus far. As we prepare for a new year that's to come, 2023, crazy. Like sometimes I'm just like, whoa, <laughs> where's the time going? <laughs> like where is the time going? But we are almost done with this year. Um, we have just a few short weeks left. Um, we are going to go through this Thanksgiving break, which can also be a very polarizing and difficult season for many because this holiday that has been created in our American culture um, has been birthed off the genocide of indigenous Americans. Um, so we want to hold space for the, the complexity of the season as well. Um, but we also are going into the Advent season. We are going into the season of joyous expectation for our King, our risen Lord, our Savior to come into this world um, and to rejoice that Jesus has come and God has heard our cries for a Messiah and a Savior that will redeem us, um, that God has continuously moved closer to us, that Jesus was the God with us, and through his sacrifice and through the death and resurrection, we have deeper union with our God. And now God dwells within us through the Holy Spirit. So we also want to lift up that this can be a season of rejoicing as well as we meditate, as we spend time to really revisit the Christmas story, as we think about that baby that was born in a manger to a virgin. <laughs> miraculous and immaculate conception um, and born into a world that did not know how to treat him, that did not know how to treat the God on earth with us. Um, but thankfully, his love continues to extend itself forth to us from the age to age to age. 
So I just want to encourage you all as we do step into this holiday season um, that you seek the peace that um, is necessary for your heart in this time, that you encircle yourself around the people that you love and whom love you, and that you meditate on the goodness of our Lord, that you meditate on the goodness of God um, and meditate on the miracle that was the Son of God coming to earth and dwelling with us, um, the same God who sacrificed himself for us so that we may have eternal life. So I thank you all. I love you all. I hope that you are praying for me as much as I am praying for you. And we will see you soon, hopefully the new year. Um, and once again, just want to encourage you to just step into the space of prayer and discernment for me and also prayer and discernment for our community. If you're here in Minnesota, if you're here in the Twin Cities, um, that you continue to just pray for our community each and every day, that you are lifting up those who are lost, who are brokenhearted, who are in need, um, who are hurting um, and thinking about and asking God for how can I show up in service to my neighbor. Peace and blessings, y'all.